Hi, I'm Dee Hicks, and welcome to the School of Leadership, leveraged lessons from high-impact leaders. For the past 30 years, I've researched the disciplines, habits, mental models, and assumptions of the most effective leaders. This podcast takes what I've learned from over 2,000 of these influencers and distills it into practical tools and tips you can use immediately. So let's get started. There we go. Good afternoon. Just lit a nice afternoon cigar with my butane-powered Zippo. Getting ready to have a little conversation with you about constraints. But before I do that, I'm not constrained at all on the bourbon front. Today, I just poured for this podcast a little bit of the Woodenville bourbon finished in port casks. Comes from Woodenville, Washington, just like right over there. If you could see me, I'm pointing. Well, once again, um, I'm actually not in a studio or a soundproof room. I'm in a place that hopefully works well enough for our purposes today. And uh, using a super lively microphone, learning how to use it, and it's kind of fun. So how about a first sip? Mm, mm, mm. That's some good stuff. And the cigar that's paired with it is, uh, once again, the CAO Brasilia. It's a few days after I recorded the other one where I talked about the CAO Brasilia. So I won't talk much about this one, but it's a great cigar. These two pair very well together. So I'd like to talk with you for a few minutes, not many, about what I call the gift of constraints. You probably looked at your watch before you decided to start playing this podcast. Maybe you're certainly aware of how much time you have right now. You have something else that has to happen. You probably realize that you don't have enough time in the day (laughs) and that the time crunch that you experience is just one of the constraints that you experience. If you realize that there are lots of constraints around you and it kind of frustrates you from time to time, perhaps this thought process will help. Significant constraints in our time and in our money, in our energy, perhaps, in our workforce, in the teams we work with, especially when those constraints are protracted, are among the most valuable gifts that a leader can receive. When slight or moderate constraints happen, your well-developed management skills will suffice in meeting that challenge. It's likely you're pretty good at thinking about how to manage a 5% increase in work or a 5% or a 5% decrease in resources whenever they occur. Most of us use some sort of incremental approach to that and we manage changes pretty well. That's what management skills are about. To try to work within a fairly narrow envelope and, and move toward a fairly certain future, incrementally improving all the way. We rely on our current skill sets and our practices and our habits and our systems, and we eke out efficiencies. And we're a little better at doing what we currently do. That's what management's all about. It's great stuff. But when constraints, like in resources, are significant, then this approach doesn't really work. Simple across-the-board cuts, for example, will fail. And a different approach is required. In fact, when there simply isn't enough to do what we have been doing the way we've been doing it, even with greater efficiencies, effective and, I think, courageous leaders recognize the gift that they've been given. It's really a gift of clarity, and it takes a little homework in order to use that gift. If you and your organization are experiencing considerable resource constraints right now, 
and many of us are, and continuing increases in justifiable need, there's more to do. I recommend you stop trying to manage your way out of the storm by increasing efficiencies or by sharing the burden of cuts, for example, or constraints across the organization equally. Rather, I think we could gather the courage and some key stakeholders and create crystal clarity about our values and about our mission and about our purpose. Work to understand the why behind your organization in constraints. Until you can use that understanding to gain wisdom about what matters and what doesn't. Then with all the passion that spawned your organization in the first place all those years ago, courageously align your resources to accomplish one clear and compelling purpose and nothing else. Why does your organization exist? If your answer includes the word and, keep thinking. If your answer includes something that other people can do, other organizations can do, probably ought to keep thinking. If your answer maintains the status quo and isn't compelling to you, keep thinking. When you hit again upon the heart of your purpose and when you want to jump out of bed in the morning to accomplish that purpose and when you can't help telling others about it and lighting a fire in them too, you've probably hit upon the gift of constraints. Armed with a compelling clarity and realigning your resources will be more than a stopgap exercise that's fraught with uh, no-win solutions. All effective leaders that I have been around have their greatest impact during times just like these. When sharpening pencils and balancing budgets and spreading around the pain equally only makes things worse, when doing more with less is really no longer an option, when cutting out donuts and coffee for the staff and shopping for cheaper paper towels, if you can find any, or an exercise in futility, then perhaps it's time to recognize the gift of constraints. Roll up your sleeves, take a deep breath, jump in, and lead. All effective leaders see some part of the possible future in this, and they see it with clarity, and they'd compellingly describe it to us so that we're compelled by it too, and then we want to change almost anything to get to that future. Moments like these, while exceptionally uncomfortable and challenging for many, actually turn into a gift. Accelerate the clarity that comes from constraints. Okay, there's the thought for the day. Hope you're doing well. Take care. Mm, mm, mm. Yep, that's a good cigar. Mm, mm. Thanks for joining me in today's School of Leadership. This podcast is part of the Archimedes Experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders. If you're interested in more, go to my website, dhicks.com. Remember, my first name has only one E. Well, you'll find more short and helpful podcast books and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.